Pasha Yisach Part 2. Sorry for the interruption. Teir tells us in Pasha Yisach, after Yaakov's battles, confrontation with the angel, the meeting with his brother Esav and the 400 men, Teda tells us that Yaakov returns home in peace. Yaakov returns to Israel. He went through Lavan, he went through Esav, everything else that he went through. Teda says, Vayove Yaakov Sholem Yishchem. Yaakov came Sholem, complete, or in peace, but basically a Mishalem, meaning whole. Rashi says, and he goes according to, if you keep his score at home, the Gemara and Shabbos, Lamed Gimel, the bottom of Amad Beis, 33, the bottom of side 2. <coughs> what is Sholem? Sholem Begufay. His body was totally healthy. He was healed from what happened to, we said before, the angel touching off his uh, sciatic, whatever it was. Also, he lacked nothing. All the gifts that he went away with from Lavan, he took with him, he had with him still. Also, Shalom He was complete with his Teira. He did not forget anything that he learned in Beis Lavan. Question is, Talk straight, Rashi. You say Pshut Shemikri, you say Pshat, regular Pshat of the Pasuk. The regular Pshat of the Pasuk is, if you tell me Yaakov got home in one piece, as we say in America, I know what he went through. In the journey now, he was saved from love and he was saved from Esav. Why the Shalom, where's the, all, the, all the other things come into, into play as far as Pshut Shemikri, regular simple Pshat? A Galach once asked the Rabbi, How come every time I ask you a question, you answer with a question? The Rabbi answered, Why not? Answer this question with a question. When Yaakov was on his way to Choron, (coughs) Akash Baruch guaranteed him and told him, I am with you, and I am watching you throughout your road. And Rashi explains there, he was scared. He's scared of what he's about to face. Love on, etc. It was the unknown. He lived on his parents' roof. Here he's being sent out on the road. He was scared. If that's the case, why does the Torah have to tell us and emphasize that he came back showing? After we know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu guaranteed him, as such, it's a self-understood. He came back in one piece. Sometimes you look in the mirror, 
And we see a, a whole entity. We see ourselves, Baruch Hashem. We're here. We have our eyes, our nose, our ears, our mouth, our teeth, hair. For most of us. I'm complete, I'm good, I'm happy, I'm healthy, I'm one. And sometimes, a person, as we spoke before, puts on a facade with their wholeness. Because deep down, they're not so ay-ay-ay. Tells us the Tata. Hakadosh Baruch Hu gave us this guarantee. We are going to get. We, it's all going to be good. Kol Dov the Rachman Tavavid and Gamzul Teva both together. Everything that happens is good. It's from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore it's good, and it's going to be good, and it's meant to be good, and it will come out. Good. The outcome will be good. I'm not a prophet. I'm not a uh, sage. I can't take what a person's been through or gone through. Tell them how it's good. We have a shlucha holding on for her dear life. The four-month-old child never drowned. She tried to save the child and she ended up almost drowning as well. They had to resuscitate her on life support. A house full of children, Kanara. Go, ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu, knock on the window, knock on the door, knock on whatever you want to knock on, and ask HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Good? Really? And we've all been through We've all had, we've all been subjected to something. Few and far between that are born with a silver spoon in their mouth, and even they look and they search for something to behold, to be something that they can really grab onto because they've been pampered and always looked after and never lacked anything. And they look at their friends that didn't have everything and look how they became a person, an entity, because they didn't harden themselves, but they learned how to cope with what had to be coped with. So when the Tater says, Vayove Yaakov Shalim, it's not referring to the salvation that he had from Esav and Lavan. Tater wants to show the completeness that doesn't fall into the guarantee of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So Rashi says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu guaranteed it. So we knew that it's going to be that way. The fact that he came back this way is not only because of a Baruch's guarantee, it's because this is what this is how it worked out. He worked on it and he made sure he accomplished it. He did it within himself as well. Because the person that went through what he went through, between Lovan and Esav, could have come back and said, I am traumatized. 
Oh yeah, I have this, I have that, I have this now, I have this now, I can't, I can't look, I can't sleep at night, I can't dream at night, I can't open my eyes, I can't close my eyes, I can't eat, I can't sleep, I can't dream, I can't anything. I'm totally destroyed, and distraught. I, is from my Yibishta, and it's all good. I know, I know, I know. I know, I have that guarantee, and I walk with that guarantee, and I live with it, I live with it. But, look what's happened. Look what's happened. Look how many small... Shabbos with Avani Mincha. At the end of the Mincha, you say, Elenu, and we say, Kaddish. And this little boy steps up, I don't know, eight, nine years old, saying Kaddish for his father. A whole slew of little kids in that family. This morning... I got a text last night that someone needs an Ahmed this morning. He has to fly today. A Bacha was davening for his mother, son, who also has little siblings. They're all young kids. There's one married. His mother married, married to see that one marriage. Slew of little kids. We stay inside by Yisker and we see what's going on and we say to ourselves, Good? Good? What hope is there? What chance is there for these people? But, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has His ominous wisdom and his, his holy ways. And yes, but the Ebersh looks after the Yosem, the Almana. He looks after the widow or the widower and the, and the orphan. It's brought down in several places that the journey of Yaakov to Lavan to us, symbolizes the exile of the Jewish nation. What are we doing here in exile? What is this worth for us? Tells us that the success that Yaakov Vino had in his personal exiles is a source of strength to Am Yisrael when they will be in Golos. As we know the dictum, Maise Oves Simen Labonim. The works of our fathers were a simen, were a symbol, a sign for the children. Our forefathers were not just jet setters, they were road pavers. They paved the road for us. And they told us, Kindelach, there's going to be an exile. There's going to be a Golos. And Golos is not pleasant. Golos, nobody wants to be in this exile. Ober, there's a Tayelis. There's a reason for it. Akash Baruch who has a master plan. And the Tayelis tells us, not only the Goyim cannot cut down our perpetuality, our nation that lives on. As we see that Lovin and Esav tried to do, but rather Am Yisrael will go out Sholem from the Sholem from the Golas, complete. With all three ways of peace and completion as Yaakov you know, left from his exiles personal exiles.
Yaakov Avinu paves the road for us to be able to withstand and to be able to sit, to be able to exist and continue the continued existence, perpetual existence of the Jewish nation. We wonder, the generations have what's called Yeridas Hadidas. The generations get, they get less. They're not as good as the previous ones. Many people will say, my grandfather we think to ourselves oh, I don't know if you do. I do. What would I have been able to withstand in the years 35, 36, 37, 40, 41, etc. Am I made of good enough stuff? Is my Yiddishkeit solid enough to be able to have overcome that? How about 1490 where there was an inquisition Our ancestors withstood, persevered, overcame, conquered, moved on, forged ahead. Technically speaking, after what the Jewish nation was subjected to in World War II, in spite of all the Holocaust survivors, the Holocaust deniers, I'm sorry. Holocaust survivors should live and be well, and they should have much nachas and children, great children, grandchildren, great 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 grandchildren. But the deniers, in spite of their denial, there was a Holocaust. Six million plus Jews were killed. How would we still be standing today? How are there still chsidim today? How are there still litvaks or any other type of Judaism, any other form of fashion in the Jewish religion that are religious Jews and doing and practicing Jewish deism the way it's supposed to be? How? Coming to shul in the morning, six fifteen, six twenty, six thirty. There are young guys, their 30s and their early 40s maybe, that are sitting and learning chassidus before davening. They get up, it's called fartogs, before daylight, to sit and learn before they daven, and then they go daven with a million. 70 plus years after the Holocaust, where the goal was to make Juden fry the world, but the Jewish nation lives on. What gives us that strength? What gives us that resilience? The road that was paved by our forefathers. And therefore he was Sholem Begufay. One of the things that our exile attacks and that needs to be woken up and that needs to sometimes be approached by the Jewish nation 
is the Mesiris Nefesh. People that literally gave their lives for Judaism with the words of Shema Yisrael on their lips as they perished, as the Neshamas left their holy bodies, with Animamin Bemunashlema on their tongues, in their lungs as they sang out loud proudly, marching to a gas chamber, knowing that this was not a path that anyone ever walked back from. But they were singing Ani Mamin Bemunashlema, I believe, with complete faith in the coming of Mashiach. Tera promises us the end of days doesn't have to be only the time of Mashiach. Down the line, as we say, all these things that we've been subjected to will be obliterated, will be wiped away. And Am Yisrael will be Shalim Bigufay. Our bodies that have been subjected to whatever we went through, the pains, the trials, the beatings that some of us have taken on the streets even, in today's wonderful America or any other wonderful part of the world, the anti-Semitism is growing. <clears throat> How many beatings can one subject it to and still stand up and say, I am a Jew and I'm proud. This Shalein Begufei we take from our forefather Yaakov. This Shalein Begufei just like Yaakov earned and became very wealthy actually by Lavan. The same thing in our exile. We need to amass the good things of the world for holiness to elevate, to free up all the sparks that are still left over, the holy sparks that are still spread throughout the world, and elevate them. And that's why a Jew has the drive to invest time, effort in worldly things. Like Yaakov sent gifts to Esav. Something that comes out of Kedusha. The Torah guarantees that the end, the Jew will be complete. Their kirkus, their strength, their time that they invested in this world will lack nothing. And when the Gula will come around, that physical entity that they amassed will be elevated to Kedusha and will enter into borders and boundaries of Kedusha and ultimately Sholem B'Terasei the exile a Jew needs to really work very very hard and diligently with all their physical strength. Not to Chasu Sholem go down in any in their level, in their spiritual level.
not to God forbid ever forget any Torah that they learned. And the Torah promises us, just like Yaakov Leishochach Talmudei in Mibes Lovon did not forget his Talmud when he was in Beis Lovon, the same, the exile will not do this to us, will not cause this to us. As a spiritual level at which we stand, and which we are attached to Teda, will bring us ultimately to the Geula. And Kol Yisrael are going to be Shleimim Begufim, will be complete in, their, in our bodies, complete with our wealth, with our money that we amass, and our Teda, the Vilti Yidach Mimenu Nidach. Not anything Chasrishol ever, ever, in any which way, form, or fashion pushed away from where they should be and the way they should be. Sefer Bereshis, the first of the five books, five Chumashim, Kimiskor Hom Gimara Vidizara, Chafeim Ralev, 25, side 1, tells us Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, who were called Yesharim, they were straight. And since we have the concept, as we spoke now, Maisa Avasim and Abonim, this this whole Chumash paves the road for us, for each and every Jew. <coughs> and therefore, tells us how a Jew needs to live their lives. The truth we see in the beginning of the Chumash Bereish is the first Rashi that tells us Amrab Yitzchok Le'a Yitzarich the Torah did not have to start only with Achidish Hazel Lachem Reish Hadashim The first mitzvah, the first commandment talking about the day of Reish Chedish Torah's mitzvahs, Torah's mitzvahs so the Teda had to start with Metzvahs. Why is the Teda starting with this whole, what looks like, seems to be a story or history? Safe Bereshis is the jet setter, shall we say, for how our lives need to be led. And it goes according even to the names of the Parshas. The first Parshas, Parshas Bereshis. What does that tell us? What is the lesson from Bereshis? The foundation and the, the ultimate existence of everything is recognizing HaKadosh Baruch Hu that He created the world. Why did He create the world? Bereshis. Bereshis means Bez Reishis. For two things. For Teda and for Yisrael. Start the first Pasha, the name of the Pasha, Bereshis teaches us the lesson 
of what God created and how God created the world. In that vein, in that flow, Nayach. Nayach, of course, means Nachas Ruach, calm, peaceful. To cause, what do we do, what do we have the Torah for, what do we exist on this world for, to cause a Nachas Ruach to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. To cause a pleasure to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. How? By fulfilling what He requests from us. As we know, Nisava Hakadosh Baruch Hu liyas lizleis barich dira betachtenim. Hakadosh Baruch Hu had a taiva. Hakadosh Baruch Hu had, God Almighty had a yearn. What was he yearning? To make a dwelling place on the earth. To neach, to be restful and peaceful. This is a topic that can be discussed for hours. What does it mean, a resting place, physical, spiritual, etc.? We're not going to go into that. The next Pasha starts off with the Aveda, Lech Lecha, the Neshama going down to the world, to the physical world. Says to the Neshama to go and to elevate and to work on what the person has to work on. In order to help that, Vayera, HaKadosh Baruch reveals himself. This is a godly revelation given to the Neshama as it goes down to the world in order to be able to fulfill its mission. And the person, and the godly Neshama, it works on this. And this we see in the way of existence, the next parasha, Chaya Sara. And we know that Meya Shana, Vesim Shana, Vesheva Shanim, implies that everything that she had was complete when she was 100, when she was 120, when she was 20, when she was 7, etc. The strength of the Neshama. And after giving all the Kachas and all the capacity to the Neshama, tell this. Chazal tell us, tell the same, Shal Tzadikim, Maisen Tevim, what are the tildes, what are the children of a Tzadik, is their good deeds. This is the first part. The giving of the strength and the enveloping us in our dedication and devotion to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The second part is Vayetzei, Vayishlach, to go out and to work on the Aveda itself that now you're out there and you're already, you're already primed. As we spoke last week. A Jew goes out from the holiest place of, of Tzisrael, Be'eshava, goes out to Choron, Chaynaf Shalelam. In order to what? In order to purify it, elevate it, and sanctify it. And then comes the Pasheva Yishlach. A Jew is sent out. It's not enough when he keeps the life in Choron itself, but they have to send Shlichim to Esav. <coughs> Messengers out to Esav, to elevate him as well. His existence on this world from the should all be taken from the light of holiness. This is the Takhlas Hamitis of everyone's Aveda. And after all that, he arrives the Tera, the Schar Vayeshev. We reach to the Ketz from Iketz and then we have the unity of every single Jew, Vayigash, 
and the ultimate life of Vayeshev settling in calmness and the Mikates, the ultimate the end days Vayigash means that they gathered together, they brought together everyone united together and the ultimately Vayechi, the last of the Pashas of Vayechubash Bereshas giving us the full life, perpetual life as it will be in the time of Mashiach in this way, the Pashas of Sefer Bereshas tell us the story of every Jew his whole mission in this world, and the main shlichus in our parsha vayishlach, which to go out there and to elevate, to turn over, to turn inside out, the what looks like not good, and to make it look good, that it should become good, it should be actually good. Something that prepares the world for the geula mitzvah vashlema, and that therefore is the mission we have of this week. And that, therefore, is the mission that we lead up from Yudalit Kislev to Yutes Kislev. Yutes Kislev, the Rosh Hashanah of Chassidus, where the Chassidim showed Yad Chassidim Belyena, and where the Chassidim showed that this is what it means to conquer the world, this is how we conquer the world, and no matter who stood up against us, and there were many, we all stirred, stood steadfast, persevered, and follow through. And may we all be given that strength to follow through, to persevere, and to bring out our own personal geula, geula from the, all our pains that we have within ourselves, and geula from the exile of which we are in, our personal exiles, and the exile of general exile of Klai Yisrael, and we all merit to go to Mashiach Tzikeinu this very Shabbos be in Yerushalayim to see the Reino Bereshenu Good Shabbos to all.